Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lord, we thank you for allowing us to come before you this morning. Father, this morning I would just like to touch on some scriptures relating to the hill. And Lord, we know that hills are used to worship. We know, and we talked about it last night, Father, how hills are used by the wicked to worship and they're used by you. Lord, I pray that they'll begin to understand the importance of the hills. But I'd like to point out something intriguing to me. I I believe it'll be intriguing to the people. This is very simple and it'll be very short, I pray. The verses that I'd like to point out is um, from... Job fifteen seven, the Lord says this. He says, are you the first man who was ever born, who was born? Are you the first man who was born? Or were you made before the hills? An interesting question, don't you think? He says, were you made before the hills? Are you the first man who was born? It's really interesting because the word made is the wording similar to formed. In other words, it means were you formed before the hills? Now, we know from Isaiah fifty-one sixteen, and from Psalms 139, 15-16, and so on, and I've explained it in many writings, that we were created at the very beginning. We were created on day one. We were layered into the earth on day three. But what is interesting here, if we pay attention to this, is God did something very interesting about the mountains and hills, and we, if we can understand and discern what he's saying here it should be special to us because the mountains and hills are made for a purpose we know that the lord makes all things for his good in other words there is something about what he made that we are to pay attention to as he says in romans 1 18 he says for the wrath of god is revealed from heaven against un- all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness because what be what may be known of God is manifest in them for God has shown it to them. And here's the key part in verse 20. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they um, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became uh, futile to in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools. See, we think we know everything about the creation. We think those, you know, they tell us the Big Bang Theory where two particles collided and then that started off a chain reaction, which is totally ridiculous. And there is no such thing as what they're trying to teach in regard to that, by the way. So um, let's look at one other thing. I'd like to pull it up here. It says in Psalms 139, verse 13, it says, For you formed my inward parts, you covered me in my mother's womb. 
I will praise you for I am thankful. Thank, uh, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret, and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they all were written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. See, we were unformed in, in the earth. He brings us out of the earth and forms us, but he knew us there. And so it's, you know, it's a very interesting statement what he's saying here because he's trying to teach us something important. When he made the earth, he layered us into the lower parts. Yet, however, before he did that, he made the mountains and he made the hills for a purpose. Everything bears witness to his works, as he said in Romans 1, even his Godhead is testified to in the creation. So we should be able to look at the creation and learn. He said, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. We, they are to be understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and his Godhead. So we should understand that the mountains and the hills testify of his eternal power and his Godhead. Did you catch that? It's very important to understand this because these are words of God. And if we understand the purpose of the mountain, the purpose of the hill, then we are able to communicate to him in his pure language, learning from the earth itself. Because God says, speak to the earth and it will teach you. The earth is, and people take this wrong, that it's mother earth and this and that. No, God layered this in there. His, his words in the heavens draw us forth in the earth and bring us forth in our time. But we are able to communicate to him in his pure language by understanding his Godhead, understanding his eternal power. His eternal power is found in what? It's found in his words. The Ecclesiastes 8.4, the power of the king is found in his words. So his eternal power is in these words. So we, if we want to really understand God, we must understand these words. And we must understand that when we utilize them, we will communicate to him in his pure language. It is why the devil has got these people to put these asterisk poles and, you know, the and they celebrate the ziggurat and all these other things, the little hills. They celebrate it because that is their worship, that by the pure language of God, by the pure language of God, we can communicate to him and he will pour out the blessings in heaven so that we understand his way and bring it forth from the earth. See, what he says here is important. Psalms 104.13 says, He waters the hills from his upper chambers. The earth is satisfied with the fruit of your works. Now, what had just happened there? The hills are for the purpose of what? They, they bring glory to God. He, he, if we ask upon him on the hill, we can communicate to him. Jesus was asking of the Father on the hill and, um, from Jerusalem the night before when they took him from the garden. He had been asking of the Father. We should understand that the, the Lord is telling us that the, if we do these things, if we communicate to him in his ways, because he's always looking down to see if we understand if we do good. That's Psalms 14, 2 and 3 and Psalms 53, 2 and 3. So what he's telling us is that he waters the hills from his upper chambers, which is the storehouses of God that are beyond, they're above the firmament. 
It's the sphere that the firmament is located within. The very center of all creation is God's throne, God's heaven. And his throne is right at the very top of the pyramid of the heavens, right above the firmament. And the capstone is also his. That's where the four living creatures are, and that's where the throne of judgment is when God comes down and sits at the throne of judgment. It's in the capstone because the judgment must come from the from the heavens because our words are spoken forth in the heaven and we are judged by the words. So they're collected and written in the book and there's where the fiery stones are as well. <clears throat> it's by the four living creatures. So we know that all these things are in there. But in other words, the works of the law of the judgment that's written in the fourth day of creation could not be true unless all those things were done within the firmament because with the, the work of the firmament is to judge who goes up and who goes down. In other words, who rises up to God and who gets cast down into the pit. And that's the work of the firmament given to it on the second day of creation. So we can understand that these hills and the mountain have special reason, uh, real meaning. The, the mountain is where God's throne is if you're wanting to seek the knowledge of various things about the eternal plan and God and so forth. That's at the mountain. If you come to the hill, this is the way of our daily lives. This is the way that we seek God for answers and instruction and we glorify him because he waters the hills every morning. So what he's, he's telling us that um, he, he did this for us. Now, we have another aspect of this that shows us this uh, way of the heavens. He tells us... Um, that in this latter day, this is Isaiah 2 2. It says, And now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountains. Did you catch that? Latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on top of the mountains. In other words, it's the firmament. And the mountains, if you want to seek the establishment of God's plan, you seek it from there, from the mountaintop. And he said, he shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow to it. Now, why is that? Because this is where you learn when you're seeking to do the way of the good works, you go to the top of the hill and you seek the Lord for the knowledge of the hills. And this is why the devil is so intent on putting asterisk poles on every high place, every high, um, every high hill. He wants to destroy the good works of God and bring everybody to evil. So they put these things on there for a purpose. And that's why we should come to those. That's why we have to remove those things in the kingdom of God when God gives authority to remove these things. And we should want to desire this. We should be seeking the Lord for it. A good thing is, you know, march around those mountains if you can. You know, don't, um, you've got to be seeking the Lord for guidance at this time. It's very important. But going to a hill to seek the Lord for guidance is good. Going to the mountain to seek the understanding of these times is very good. Uh, because you're understanding what the judgment of God is and what he wants in the way of righteousness. How is, uh, is the revival going to come, for example? Seek the top of a mountain and pray to the Lord in these places. And he's, remember what he's saying there? He says, on the top of all the mountains, top of the mountains. So everywhere that people does this, God is answering their prayers. He's going to answer their, 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 what they're asking him to do. He'll cause the answers to be given. Maybe not at that moment, but he's going to cause that answer to be given because the people, if they have righteousness, intent of good works to bring forth the glory of the kingdom of God in their heart, he's going to answer them. If it's for other reasons, he's not going to answer them. 
because that is not the work of this time. He's coming to confirm the new covenant, which he told you the new covenant is to to love everyone, even your enemies. Okay, he said, it shall be exalted above the hills. What does that mean? He said he's going to pour out his waters, which is the blessings of God. The waters are, the waters are, the waters, there's a place called the waters, that's the storehouses of God for good works. And from those waters, he waters the earth every morning. And what he means by that, he puts into the earth all the things needed for the blessings that we're asking for. And he knew we'd be asking for them. They're all prepared. God will prepare it, and he puts it into the earth, so it shall come forth and glorify him. So these things are done. And you think, well, no, you you want physical things you can see and so forth. But you have to understand that all your steps are measured by God. We, We are to number our steps. We are to number our days. And we mean by that is God knows what he's provided for us for each day. And we should seek out the knowledge of that. And that's a good way to do it on that hill. Okay, I think that's what I wanted to get across to you. I thought it would be important to understand this basic concept. I've explained Isaiah fifty-one sixteen. It tells me we were put into the earth. He put the words in us uh, before he planted the heavens and he covered us during that time we planted the heavens with his hands so we could not be moved until uh, he had everything finished for that and our blessing and work was given. See, he has to keep that covering over us until the blessing of the dominion of the sixth day is given to us for the purpose of what? Because that is what gives us the timing, our timing, when we're going to be born, where we're going to be born, who we're going to be born to, what nation, what tribe, all these things were known by God. And everything is prepared. Every hair that we'll ever have was prepared and put into the earth. That's how sophisticated the earth is. That's why you go to the hill and understanding that God has control over all these particles. And when you ask him, you should be able to understand it because this, this is a symbol of his Godhead, of his power, and of his pouring out of the blessing. That's what the hill is for. And the mountain is for the knowledge, the wisdom of the judgment, of the seasons and times, and of the ways, and so forth, and of his kingdom. So you want to seek these kind of things. The fruit, the doing good for others, is the hill. And the seeking the wisdom and understanding of the works and times of God, you'd go to the mountaintop. Hope you understand it. And you can do these things also. God gives you many ways. If you don't have a mountain or the hill to go to, he gives you the footstool. Because he said he's going to make the earth his footstool. That is saying as that includes the plan of God. So you can pray at a footstool before the Lord and understand these things. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to come before you. We pray, Lord, that you put your blessing on this. Let the people understand what your scriptures say. We praise you. Lord, we praise you. We ask you, Lord, to help us. We need to increase in knowledge. And Lord, most of all, we need a revival. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.